Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. It's the KSL Movie Show with Doug Wright and Steve Sales. The week's big movie review, movie news, games, and prizes. Here's Doug Wright on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The movie show is coming to you from Sound Sleep. Medical, mm-hmm. you know, when we're here with with such great folks and familiar, you just kind of feel like you're coming home. You know, yeah, just just hanging out. I kind of miss Michelle, though. Look at this back. Who? Michelle. Look at this backdrop. Oh, ouch! <laughs> Gone a week, and <laughs> it's just you know. But look at this backdrop we've got now. Jeez, you know what? I... how much we have to pay for that? Five bucks. Is this pretty cool? Yeah, yeah. Stone got it for us. You know, I think, I think he's a frustrated interior decorator. It was on eBay. Look he's... at this. He's got that little. Used to be another station, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> had to take one of the letters off. That's right. They they sanded one of the letters off. No, that's really cool. It is cool. That's very nice. Hey, we probably ought to do the movie show rundown, Stephen. All right. All right. So here we go. One, two, three, go. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. The movie show special feature. Is it appropriate for all audiences? Well, it kind of depends. If you're a sensitive soul, maybe not. Well, especially when you do the top ten, the, t- no. the children need to run. No, the top ten is one of the most prestigious segments of the entire week. How about Robin saying that she wanted to bring her kid in to have him christened by your, <laughs> your top ten bellowing? Well, you know, everybody everybody has their their things to strive for. And just being in the presence of the movie show Top Ten is one of them for... I think it's like what they... Five people, probably. To become a brave you have to <laughs> yeah that's like the old days where they used to hang you up you know oh, no, man. yeah a man called horse oh, was oh oh yeah that's God. that's been you know and that was in longmire too longmire did that whoa oh, that's right yeah it ain't right it ain't right okay so the uh, big movie of the week is a big movie ant-man and the uh, wasp and this is quantum mania yeah i know you know steve just a little headline here of where i'm going to be going on the review i love the first ant-man caught me so off guard it had so much heart it was fun you learn so many fun things and weird things you'd never thought about could that really you know and then second one you know they brought the wasp in that's cool we were introduced to and then at certain points in the uh, you know big you know marvel movies or dc movies whatever it is pretty soon it just becomes all Gee whiz, you know, yeah. weird worlds you've never even... It's, it's. I wrote down something, I can't remember what I said, but I I was watching the movie and I, I 
said to myself, Why am I here? The farther these get away from reality, the harder it is for me to stay connected. Right, right. And, you know, you end, it, it's, it's like you go down a wormhole that you just almost can't and almost don't want to comprehend. You know it, what I mean? It's so busy and so, like, like Star Wars-y. I like... Do your thing. Yeah. Other people are doing that. I know. You don't need to do that. I was going to say, there are characters in this that make the cantina scene oh. in Star Wars look like your family reunion. Well, yeah. You know? Great. Visual effects. I mean. But that's not. I know. It's about people and it's I about know. connecting. Oh, and, and you know, the, the <laughs> we, we can just write yeah, this sorry. one off as the review, but I'm not kidding you. You know, when we're learning so much about the Michael Douglas character, Dr. Pym, we're learning, uh, you know, and then. You know, when when you think of, of, of Paul Red's little daughter, just how charming oh, and, and, and and the backstory and the fun things and, you know, the goofiness of it while being rather sophisticated and bad guys you can kind of put your teeth into and put your, you know, hands around their neck. You well, know? The only, I mean, the only reason they brought these is because they're a family. Yeah. They have a family and they wanted to put them in this story and kind of give it the warm and fuzzies. But yeah. Boy, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I just sat there. Like, <clears throat> I know I did too. And, and and Dee went to the movie with me, and you know she's kind of marginal on the superhero movies anyway. And she's just going, oh man. But she loves Michael Douglas. She likes yeah. Paul Red. She likes all these characters, Michelle Pfeiffer. And you're just going, where are these characters? They're just shooting here, shooting there. About it's like watching a pinball machine, you know. So was that the review? Are we done? <laughs> I think we're done. Okay. What'd so you give it? That doesn't. Oh, you know, I I didn't even really think about it. I, you know, this is going to almost sound like heresy, but probably two and a half stars. Yeah, I'm at a B minus. Yeah, we're we're, gosh, we're on the same page, Steve. Well, I mean, and you know what? Some of the the folks out there go, these guys. They're just bunch of old geezers. They just ain't appreciating what this really a is. A good story is still a good story. I don't That's care right. how old you are. That's right. That's right. And, and Although uh, I have to admit, Kang was a pretty good villain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I love Jonathan Majors. He's okay. a fantastic actor. Yeah. Although, you know, the guy that was the villain in the last, mo- uh, in the last movie, you know, the guy that stole the Pym Particle and oh, was working. Oh, they, they t- <laughs> oh the MODOK <laughs> character. Do you know what he reminded me of? Do you remember in the Indiana Jones first movie, first movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and okay. he's going back in there, you know, and there's been decapitations and, you know, going on, and he finally gets back there, and there's that little gold idol, squatty-looking oh, thing. Yeah. Reminded me so much of, it's like that little gold idol that Indy's taking. Well, he's got a and he's got that, on his you know, face. Yeah. It reminded me so much of that, and it was kind of weird. Yeah. Okay, well, meanwhile, we pro- this is supposed to be the preview. I know. We and I think we did the, the review. We re-previewed the re Anyway. Yeah, we certainly did. So what else is out? Sharper, Marlowe, Heart of a Champion. I saw that last night. Mm. Mm. Uh, close. And then we're going to do a bunch of streaming stuff. And let's see, movie news. we got movie news yeah. coming up. And we have, uh, <laughs> I was going to say we have a special guest, but we don't. It was a late night. Uh, let's see, what... <laughs> Boy, is he on my list. I know, I know. He he just made the movie show hit list. But uh, let's see, what else have we got? Uh, streaming news, a movie show top ten, which we have already talked about being such a glorious moment. Telephone torture with fabulous prizes worth up to dollars. I wonder how our three or four people that won the big uh, Valentine's oh, yeah, Day yeah. thing. 
I mean, we had we had a the plethora, gala. We had a plethora of winners, and most of them did choose door number one, which was the big date night and yeah, everything else. So yeah, exactly. You know, we gave, dinner? gave Blake Anderson a heart attack because <laughs> yeah, everybody like, was going for the he's big. Like, Who's paying for this? Oh, yeah, me. They're going for the expensive thing. <laughs> Well, on that note, everyone's a winner with Blake. Yes, I'll never forget that one time. You know, we're going through a loser after loser, and he's just cringing and cringing. And finally, he goes, "I wish I could give them all a car." And I went, "Wow, I'd be a loser for a car." He's Oprah. Okay, I know exactly. All right, on that note, and now the big movie review. Doug and Steve tell you everything your family needs to know about the biggest release of the week. Okay. The biggest release of the week. There's no doubt about it. I, and, and, you know, maybe part of my problem with this movie, I've really been looking forward to it because I like Ant-Man. Yeah. And, and originally when I heard, I thought, what are they going to do? Pretty soon is it going to be Turtle Man? I mean, what you know, how, how many superheroes can we have? I went to see Ant-Man. I was enchanted. I really, really liked it. Let's get a little sound on this version, however. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. You're an interesting man. Scott Lang, you're an Avenger. You have a daughter, but you've lost a lot of time, like me. Who are you? I'm the man who can give you more time. Scott, you cannot trust him. I just lost so much. He can give us a second chance. We had a deal. You thought you could win. I don't have to win. We both just have to lose. Okay. If you want to see Michelle Pfeiffer get upset, all you have to do is say that you're sending signals and dealing with and <laughs> digging into greater depth into the to the quantum the I universe. did like the idea that Cassie, the daughter, is, is kind of a gee whiz scientist, yeah. too. And boy, I'll tell you, you know, she's just been kind of adopted by the Pym family and yeah. everything else. And of course, you know, married into it or, you know, bonded into it. And holy smoke, you know, she's a little genius in and of herself. And she, along with, you know, Dr. Pym, they've been, you know, and when Michelle Pfeiffer hears about that, and apparently. Why why didn't she explain to them the dangers? Well, and she she said when she came back, you know, goes, you didn't tell us everything. She goes, no, I didn't tell you everything because I didn't, I couldn't, you know. Well, the bottom line is they end up being sucked back in. This little device that was made. All of a sudden, the signals have been heard in the quantum area, and they are just, all of a sudden, everybody's back there. And all kinds of things. And, I mean, universes within universes are going on in the quantum. I mean, there are human-like characters. There are things that are not human-like at all, you know, tendril. The funny blob dude. Like I said, the little blob guy, you know, who has... In order to understand what's going on, you have to actually have a little bit of his juice. Oh yeah, the ooze. The ooze. And Dad, drink the ooze. And then and they, she looks like she. I know, like and, a vampire. I know, and but you know he he just replenishes. But he's really fascinated that human beings have mouths and ears and everything else. And How many holes? Do yeah, you have? he's he's very fascinated by that. And the bottom line is, there's a guy down there that Michelle Pfeiffer saved. But why was he there? And I'm not I'm not going to say anything more because we could go into all the details. But apparently this might not be the nicest guy in the world. But yeah, they, I still want to know what his motivation is. Well, he's just there to he's just there to be mean. Well, I don't like it, so I'm going to burn <laughs> it all down. Like I really? Know, Dude, I know. I yeah. Me? And you know, trillions, trillions could die. We're not and, and already have. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, there's a reason this bad boy is down there in the quantum realm. But so, he's stuck there. Is the, is he's the stuck there, right. And But it's interesting because, you know, Michelle has skill. And she and and he knows this. And then when the workings from on high are coming down in signals, he realizes, well, this could be my ticket out of this place. Yeah. But oh my goodness, it, it, the way we're describing it, it actually sounds like it has a plot and a story, and it does. But oh my goodness, it, it's just all gee whiz. Yeah. The whole, I mean, it, it creates a whole new world, and th- there's be- very little in San Francisco at all. Yeah. I mean, I like the little date night when they're on the top of the Golden Gate, you know, yeah. just hanging out. Um, but then it just goes into the quantum world, and it becomes this bizarro. Yeah. I mean, everything you look at in there is just like, what? Well, it's like I said, you know, the the Cantina episode from Star Wars looks like your own family reunion. Yeah, there are a few weird guys around, and Uncle Louie, he's a little strange. But, I mean, compared to the quantum, and, you know, you mentioned different world. I mean, it's worlds on worlds and species on species. And even among the human-like characters, you go, who are these guys? Where did they come from? And if you don't drink the ooze, you can't understand them. Yeah, you can't understand what's going on if you don't have the ooze. So if the little oozy guy doesn't like you. Yeah, what an odd way to... I know. Turn into a, we need to make this English, so let's, yeah. let's give them the ooze. So all of a sudden you, you take the ooze from the guy that has no holes and, you know. Yeah, where's that come from? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so as we, if you just tuned in, we kind of tipped our hand a little earlier. I mean, honestly, I'm embarrassed because I like Ant-Man a lot. And, but I'm only giving this two and a half stars. It's just all gee whiz and no heart. Well, I'll tell you what, if this doesn't get any better, this could be the end of, of the Marvel Universe. I swear, I think it's just gone downhill. Where where DC has the fault of going way too dark on everything. Right. You know, Marvel, with their marvelous success, they're just getting so complicated and so cross-wired. Well, and that's why they bring Paul Rudd in, because yeah. he's a fun guy. He's a fun guy, but... But they've made him suffer, too. Nope, that's right. And we suffered as well. Yeah. I'm, so And it's two hours. Well, it's just a little over two. Yeah. Okay. So it's Ant-Man and, and You gave it two and a half. I gave it a B minus. Yeah. yeah. It's rated PG-13. So we're pretty close on that. I'm, I'm probably a little harsher on it than you. Yeah. But. Okay. There you have it. That's the big movie of the week. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Okay, Steve, it's time for a little movie news. Here we go. Not just any news. Stop what you're doing and listen. Movie news. On the KSL Movie Show. Wow, some really cool new movie openings. Very cool. You know, the station has, you know, forked over dollars to make this happen. Wow. I know. Prizes worth up to? Yeah, and and promo stuff worth up to. We can only dream about a t-shirt. I know, I know. Or a mug. Well, we have winner t-shirts, but nobody wants the winner t-shirts. They want the loser t-shirt and a mug. Yeah, are you, now you're, now you're crazy talk. Yeah, that is crazy. That's crazy talk. Okay, movie news. Data reveals that the biggest trailer to hit the Super Bowl this year was The Flash. 
Really? It was big, 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 big. Flash won the game in terms of audience engagement. Where was it located? Now, there might be. I don't know where it was. I don't remember seeing it. I don't remember seeing it either. And believe it or not, we actually watched the game. We had folks down because the Kansas City Chiefs, of course. It was a great game. Even me, Utah's Mr. Sports, even I knew that was a great game. We had guys screaming, though, about the refereeing. Oh, you know, like Hot Rod always said, if you're screaming about the refereeing, you're just whining. Yeah. You know, there are rare exceptions. But. There were a few close calls that were could have gone either way. but Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're at the refereeing thing. But anyway, uh, the engagement, it was 24 times better than the median average of engagement in the spot. To put really? that in perspective, Disney's 100th anniversary, I do remember seeing that one. It had a 12.5 times better measurement the uh, 62nd trailer for fast x had four times and uh, flash was the only trailer also the reason this might have we paid more attention to it because all of the other trailers that aired in the super bowl had been aired prior to the super bowl right and the flash did not so it was brand spanking new there you go i did get a kick out of it and by the way that super bowl was watched like the best Super Bowl in six years. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was amazing. June 16th, by the way, is the release date for The Flash. Oh, I have a date for you. Yes. March 15th. Which is the Ides of March. Oh, it's Ted Lasso. That's right. Ah, that's Season in our three. streaming news. Yeah, I just thought yeah. I'd blurt it out. Yeah. Um, well, we lost a couple of people this week. Raquel Welch is yep. her back rack. Did you know her real name was Joe Raquel Tejada? Tejada. Tejada. Really? Yeah. I, I did not know that. I didn't either. And when I was when I was a younger folk, oh. she was the hottest thing on the planet. <laughs> when when she showed up in Fantastic Voyage, I'm like, ah. yeah, yeah. And then a, a hundred million or whatever. One yeah, it, it, uh, BC years BC. I'm like, yeah. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Are you meowing on the show? Really? Yeah. And she was is is stunning. a me- is a meow better than a woof? It better be. <laughs> it better be. Okay, so. The makers of How to Train Your Dragon are saying that they want this to be go from animated to, you know, full, I mean, live action. Live action feature. Yeah. So, you know, and I have to tell you, I'm nervous about that because I, I love How to Train Your Dragon. That was one of those Saturday morning movies that you and I trotted off to and we go, this better be good. I got up early on a Saturday. All three of them. They were all three. Really, really You know, all three of them were nominated for an Academy I know. Isn't that incredible? So anyway, How to Train Your Dragon for Universal Pictures will be live. Casting is apparently in progress. The release date. Yeah, put this on your calendar. March 14th, 2025. Yeah. The good news is the guy that wrote and directed those previous films is in charge of this one. Yeah, that's right. So that's the good news. Okay, so uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Collects hotel slippers. Does he liberate them? <laughs> well, I guess so. Just, he he figures, you know, once you use them, what are they going to do? Wash them? No, I don't know. Throw them away. Do they? I don't. See, that's what his thought process is. They're probably taking them, Stephen, to the homeless shelters, and he's taking them from the poor little, you know. Well, that might change his mind because he's been doing it for years. <laughs> really? And he wears them for a little while, and then he throws them away. Well. But he admitted that he has been collecting hotel slippers for years. 
Really? He goes, just think of all the different places I've been. He's like, I got thousands of these things. But how does that compare to your towel collection? Well, my towel collection is pretty, pretty meager compared to, why are you saying, why are you bringing me into this? <laughs> well, statutes of limitations. You haven't been in a hotel for seven years, oh. so you're okay. Well, my ankle bracelet. <laughs> yeah, the ankle yet. bracelet's going off right now. Sandy City Police. Well, actually, we're, yeah, we're in Sandy right here. Yeah. Where you live is a little kind of blank spot in the universe. Yeah, I think they, I was at the dump yesterday, and I think they would have charged me more if I said I lived in Sandy City. Was that City. a date? No, yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. It's just too easy. I said, no, I live in Salt Lake County, and I wasn't lying. No, you weren't lying. In fact, the poker face girl, was. she said, no, he's telling the truth. Yeah, that's right. By the that's way, right. the last two episodes have been absolutely brilliant. You know, I we have loved that. We need to. I think I've got There's, a little. Catch they come out on Thursday, Thursday right? uh, days. Yeah, Thursday day, <laughs> Thursday day. Well, that's our movie news. Oh, I got one more. You got one more. Winnie the Pooh. Oh no, Blood and Honey. Blood and Honey. <laughs> it came out last week. Only one day, so I didn't talk about it. I didn't want to see it. It's now being called one of the worst horror movies ever. And why are they making Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? Because the book just entered public domain as of January 1st of 2022. So now they can butcher it. So here's what's happening. Oh, and it, it opens hugely in Are we going to have Winnie the Pooh Vampire Slayer pretty soon? We're going to have, uh, well, a sequel is in development because it's, it did pretty well. We are going to have Peter Pan, Neverland Nightmare. And this is my favorite, Bambi, The Reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> now, see... These could be fun if they're done right, but how, how apparently old, this piece of crap was... How old is that hunter that shot Mama? Ooh, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> He's probably long gone. Well, so what do you do? Go after his uh, family? Ooh, and, yeah, maybe. His grandchildren. Well, the story sounded funny. So yeah. Christopher, he goes off to college and leaves all the animals behind. So they, they turn wild. Do they turn on Christopher? Ooh, and his girlfriend. Oh, well, yeah. Mainly his girlfriend. When, they, when he comes back, he goes, where is everybody? And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> Even Eeyore? I don't know if Eeyore makes it or not. I hope Eeyore does I saw the trailer for it. It looks ridiculous, you know. I hope he doesn't turn. Well, he's already dark. Well, yeah, but he's, he's just sad. He's not mean. Well, <laughs> we'll see. Maybe the sequel will have He'll Eeyore be blood in and it. hay. <laughs> Okay, well, there you have it. Another rousing rendition of movie news here on the movie show. Ah. Back to Doug Wright, Steve Sales, and the KSL Movie Show. We have so much to talk about on the program today. Uh, many, many, many more movies, including Sharper, Marlowe, Close, Heart of a Champion. We'll get into all of that. Steve, do we have just a little movie maybe we could mention here kind of quickly before we hit the top of the hour? I want to whine a little bit about Heart of a Champion, so let's not do that one. <laughs> okay. Um, shoot. What do you oh, think? Sharper. Sharper? Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. Sharper. Sir, the police are here. Police? Get your hands off me. Detective, can we talk about this? I'm going to pay you for your time. Stop. He's not a cop. This is what my son does. He plays these games. All that work for $1,000. If you're going to steal, steal a lot. <laughs> okay, this sounds unique. Well, the, the cast is incredible. I mean, you've got uh, John Lithgow there. Yeah. Uh, you've got Sebastian Stan. Uh, you've got uh, Julianne Moore. Yeah. And it's a story about um, a family in New York 
the son, Sebastian Stan, is a nightmare. Julianne Moore plays his mother. I'm not sure the age difference there is strong enough to right. make that work. Right. He's just a kind of a con man. He just does all these weird things, and he's he's pulled a fast one. And um, Julianne Moore is a, is married to uh, John Lithgow, who's a billionaire. Okay. And so, he, you know, Sebastian Sands going to pull a little con, you know, see if he can get a little, you know, scratch from this guy. And the mom's like, dude, it, this is not, he's not being arrested. It's a scam. The guy's a friend of his. And he's like, look, let me tell you, how about if I just give you some money to go away? <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. So anyway, so that scam is revealed. And then there's another one involving um, the the son of the rich guy and... A young woman is pulling a thing on him. The whole movie is about con people. So when they get to the big moment, like you're like, oh, you know, what's happening here? It's it's one of those where fool me once, shame on you know yeah. you. Fool me twice, twice shame, shame on, on me. me. Fool me four times, shame on me. Shame on everyone. I yeah. mean, shame on the filmmaker because you are so ready for it to be mm-hmm. a con by the end of that movie that you when it's revealed like oh no what so what's the grade uh, i gave it a i don't know what did i get <laughs> some i gave it a b minus b- it's minus. on apple tv plus and considering the cast okay. i was shocked that it was just it just kept going down that hole and sharper yeah nobody can be conned that many times <laughs> even oh. me <laughs> like by the time i'm like come even on steve really? okay Movie reviews and Hollywood news. The KSL Movie Show. The Movie Show is coming to you from Soundsleep Medical today. We'll be talking more with Melissa, but you know all kinds of things are going on, you know on right now. Of course, in the state of Utah, for anybody who's been downtown Salt Lake City or up around the University of Utah, or you know, wow, it, it has been absolutely nuts in a good way. Yeah, good no, way. it's really fun. And, you know, you think of all the fun things that are going on, and uh, we have a special guest. You know, people, I, and I kind of branded Jeff with this, Jeff the Whipple, but now, and I was not responsible for this, we have hashtag Randall the producer. <laughs> How you doing over there? Good. How are well, you I guess we better turn the <laughs> microphone on. There we go. Hey, it's good to have you here. Hey, thank you so much. What an honor and a pleasure to be uh, here at your side, and Steve as well. And Steve as well. See, he's right in the mood for the movie show here. I've known Randall for. If that don't, is your don't real say hello. Yeah, if <laughs> if that is your real name, sir. But you know, we've we've talked a little bit about a, a really cool project that you did, and uh, you know, the tenth anniversary of the Wheeland Jazz Film Project, doing hard work, when narrated by the legendary Utah jazz coach Frank Layden. And you know, I I you know I. I it's not like Frank and I hung out or anything, but I was at a lot of events with, you know. He's the, such a great speaker. The coach. You know, my favorite line of his, he'd always get up there and tap the microphone. And he'd go, yeah, I just want to make sure that this works. I've stood in front of more dead mics than an Irish undertaker. And, <laughs> and it was, he, he was wow. so lovingly cornball, wonderful, yeah. brilliant great basketball man so tell us a little bit about this project randall give us the the lowdown well this is the best kept secret in utah did you know the utah jazz have a secret basketball team not the one that you see out on the court every day Ooh. and it's not the e video game not team the g either. league or anything. it's not the g league either yeah it's the wheel and jazz and i came across these guys in 2004 if you can believe it 
just a couple of years after I knew Steve. Yeah. I survived. No, Steve was great. Uh, I knew him <laughs> at Channel 2. He gave me all my producing tips and some writing tips as well. Wow. He, he actually, so I started as an intern there. <laughs> he let me write my first news story. Really? He edited he edited it completely. Right. <laughs> so he changed every word. Yeah, in the but, old uh, days it would have been the red pencil treatment. So <laughs> oh, yeah, five dead, not twenty five. <laughs> so how did this project come about? So so it's one of those things where um I I if I thought if anybody should have known about this team, it should have been me. Uh, I grew up playing basketball, loving basketball. I worked in TV news and sports. Uh I produced news for the great Phil Reeson at one point. Yeah. And I had no idea that these guys even existed. Yeah, I, I didn't either. So I started asking questions, right? Yeah. As a you know intrepid reporter will do, and that just one thing led to another. In 2004, Jeff Griffin, who's the star of the film, uh, he was heading over to Greece for the Paralympics, and I met him about six weeks before that event. And I thought to myself, why is nobody talking about this? Oh well, they don't have enough. Uh, of an audience type of thing. I was like, well, I don't know about the audience, but this is a news story. If a, yeah. if a, and any athlete from Utah is going to an international competition, there's news stories all over the place on that. And I said, well, why isn't there a news story on this guy? So that kind of led me down the path to telling the story, to creating uh, the Just Don't Quit uh, production company as well. And I ended up, we'll have to get Jeff on sometime to talk about this. So within six weeks, uh, I ended up, buying a ticket, buying a camera, and flying over to Greece to follow him because nobody was telling his story. Wow. <laughs> I sent out press releases and, and yeah. got him on some, some local and some uh, national um, shows, but that's kind of how it started. That's kind of how it started. That's really cool. You know, yeah, it no, really I've is seen cool. The and, movie. It's really And, you know, we, we've got to talk about inspiring. this, too, because, you know, when I'm traveling and so on, I love audiobooks. And, oh, yeah. you know, and to, you know, Frank's voice is just amazing. His little subtle nuances. I mean, there's nobody like Frank Layden. There really isn't. And you've taken the sound from the movie and made an audio book. Well, look, I, I, uh, this, this, this particular film or episode happens in 2011-ish. And this is during the NBA lockout. So the Wheel and Jazz team, they leave on a Friday. They sleep at a campground on they go all the way to Los Angeles. They sleep at a campground to save money. They compete in the Nike 3-on-3 tournament on Saturday and Sunday. They drive all the way back uh, to Utah in time for work on Monday morning. This is all within, <laughs> in yeah. the context of the NBA lockout at the time. Right. So I'm like, what a juxtaposition there. And so we filmed that, and I narrated it. And for as great as you know, my voice is, it, Steve gave me some great tips back in the day. But um, I thought, gosh, we just need somebody better, right? So uh, I had met Frank here and there through some of my media content, uh, you know, events there. And so I called him, and he's like, well, tell me what it is. And so anyways, long story short, I gave him the script. He agreed to, to narrate it for us. And um, wow. so I figured, you know, who doesn't know Frank Layden? And that's just a great way to introduce the public to the team. Absolutely. Now, the movie itself, for people who want to see the movie, you know, Steve, you've seen it. I have. And so h- how do we see the movie? So the movie is uh, going to be re-edited. You know, I'm taking a tip from uh, our favorite uh, George Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to re-edit and remaster and re-release the movie for the 10-year anniversary. Uh, I've, we've got some snippets up at uh, on my YouTube channel. Um, JustDon'tQuit.org is one of the places that you can go. Okay. To, to get more information about that. Um, and we have some chapters uh, that we, we're going to release. And 
Uh, we actually have a new movie poster too that we'll be revealing here shortly at some point about um, for the 10-year anniversary. Well, that sounds really cool. Now, what's going on here? I mean, right now we are the uh, basketball epicenter of the world, which is so cool, you know, for for Utah, and uh, you know, even for our Utah Jazz, the Vivint Center. I mean, the whole deal is just focused on Utah. And uh, what have you got going on during all this? So, a couple of things. I don't know if you know. Have you heard of the sport of pickleball yet? Oh, I've played pickleball. I love pickleball. So, as Utah's Mister Sports, the jury's still out. Is pickleball actually a sport? Yes, <laughs> it is. Absolutely. It's not just a little game or a fad. No, no it's just just. Right there above bowling. <laughs> I think it's growing. No, it, it is. Ab- I mean, you, you drive down I-15 now. There are whole areas that are, de- you know, whole great big warehouse buildings that are devoted to pickleball. All of, the, you know, the parks where I played and, and grew up, you know, like Fairmont Park and Sugar House, pickleball courts there. The Cottonwood Country Club now has pickleball courts where it used to be. Mm-hmm. Used oh, to- oh, oh. I wouldn't know about that one, yes. but I guess. Uh- mm-hmm. there, there used to be a backboard for tennis, and then there was a tennis court, and they got rid of those two things and put in pickleball courts. So, yes, it is a sport officially declared by Utah's Mr. Well, I, Sports. I've seen them on TV. They're amazing athletes. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you know, but it's the NBA's dirty little secret a little bit that everybody's playing pickleball. So in the bubble, the referees were had like a little pickleball. Because the great thing about pickleball is it's portable. So you can just bring a net and some paddles. Yeah. Uh, these are some of the paddles here. Yeah. And you can set up with the ball. And, I, I uh, have my own paddle. Oh, yes, very yes. good. Uh-huh. Yes, oh, I have a pickle paddling. Yes. <laughs> oh. So I don't know if you know, but LeBron James has bought into a professional pickleball team. See? Kevin Durant has bought into a now professional Now that's going to be interesting team. to see, you know, how long it's going to take until it becomes. So they're in ownership. He wouldn't even have to move, would he? They're, they're in ownership positions right now, but who knows how long before they come down from the front office and play. Yeah. Tom Brady also. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so we're going to have a pickleball event. So this is a fundraising event for the Utah Wheel and Jazz. And. Pickleball, Club Pickleball USA on 90th and I-15. You can't miss it. And we're going to have an event there, Pickleball After Dark, All-Star Edition (laughs) tonight. Candlelit. I like that. (laughs) I don't know if it'll be past your bedtime, Steve, but it's from (laughs) 6 until 10. Keep it up. (laughs) 6 until 10, we're going to have a team-style tournament. Yeah. Um, Utah's Mr. Sports and Steve are welcome to come out. We've got free lessons for people. That, do, that are just getting into the sport. We also have a, a competitive round robin tournament. We have maybe one or two spots left uh, for that. It's uh, $50 per person to come. It's a fundraiser. And then tomorrow, if you have not met the Utah Wheel and Jazz, we're having an open house just down the street, Copperview Community Center, which yeah. is actually the epicenter for adaptive sports in Utah. Right. Taylor is one of the program managers down there. Uh, we are having an open house, and we're going to have a shootout. We have a former... This is breaking news. Just confirmed yesterday. Do we have a breaking news sounder? <laughs> Gustavo, where are you? Yeah, Gustavo. He'll do, 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 do. That was how Gustavo would The universe, famous University of Utah legend, Danny Vrains. Oh, wow. He is going to be coming out. He also played in the NBA. Yeah. He is going to be coming out and shooting against these guys. We're going to have a free throw contest uh, around the world, maybe a little horse competition. So the first round. He can't be block st- shots, I hope. We're going to see. We're going to see <laughs> yeah. what he does. You, you know these competitive Utes. You know how competitive these Utes are, right? Yeah. Utes. <laughs> so the first round, he's going to shoot standing up. Now, uh, Doug, I'll ask you. Yes. Or Steve. Any idea what's going to happen in the second round? Ooh. I'm guessing you have to sit down. 
Steve, bingo, yes. Shoot from you have to sit down to shoot? shoot? from the wheelchair, yes. Wow. We're then going to open it up to the general public if they want to test their shooting skills against these guys. Well, you think about it. I mean, that's all upper body. Yeah. You can't use your legs when you're sitting down. Those guys are amazing. Yeah, they, they really they're are. incredible athletes. Well, this is really cool. you got all kinds of stuff going on. Well, thank you very much. I mean, it was just so inspiring. I mean, having covered uh, a little bit of the NBA and co- collegiate sports, I just, you know, when I saw these guys in action, it just really redefined the spirit of competitiveness. And it, it just really, you know, touched my heart and made me want to tell these stories. Yeah. What's with the pink sunglasses? I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. And And the pink glove and the... the Dark gloves. Yeah, I'm an artist. I am the artist formerly known as Randy Baby, but I've had to grow Randy up. Randy Baby. Now he's hashtag Randall. Now now I've had to baby. grow up. I've had to grow up and mature into hashtag Randall the producer. There you go, and, wow. the, and the sparkly baseball hat. Yeah, but quickly, you got you got to. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get into more on that. You got to tell us about this. Yes. So this is uh, this is the 10 year anniversary movie poster for. The wheelchair jazz film. It's called Hoop Wars. Wars. Hoopwars.org. And the the film that's about the wheel and jazz is actually episode four. Episode four. You know, it gives a new hope to everybody. It gives a new hope to all of us broken down weekend warriors (laughs) that we can actually play basketball again. There you go. Hoopwars.org. Hey, Randall. Hashtag Randall, the producer. Thank you, sir. It's got to be not the producer. It's the producer. See, this is why I need you at my side. I know. I know. That's what I'm here for. Hashtag Randall, the producer. It's fun to have you here on the movie show. Like Megan the Stallion. (laughs) Well, contrary to popular belief, I am not here to announce my candidacy for president. Really? Just Senate. I'm not here to do that. (laughs) Yeah, he's just going for the Senate seat. Probably a good call. (laughs) Hey, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us and hanging out with the movie show. And boy, what little reputation he may have had just went out the window <laughs> with the movie show. Yeah, he's done. You know what the movie show does to careers? Look at Steve. Have you done the movie show Top Ten? Well, we're, we're going to. Can I sit late. in for that? I, I, can I just tell you how much I love that? I know we're trying to run a break. <laughs> Don't I just love. Him. No, no, no. I, and I do my own rendition. I talked to Gustavo to see if he could ask you if I could sit in. And maybe, maybe we'll do it in try the, out. We'll do, do it in the next that? segment. Can I try out? Can, I, can we have a little? Can I leave? <laughs> a little horse off? <laughs> Hello. That, that in stereo might be troubling. That that could be really. Oh, we could do a troubling. duet. A duet. Steve, what do you think? Stop. This is what it's become. You're asking Steve to think. 
All right, let's take a break. What is wrong with both of you? The movie show. It is not a donut hole, but a smaller donut with its own hole. And our donut is not a hole at all. On KSL News Radio. The movie show continues despite popular demand here at KSL News Radio. Can I voice yeah, my opinion? You, you, no. Oh. No, you have no voting power. Really? Yeah. You're just here for your good looks. You wait till March 15th. Ooh, the Ides of March. Yes, when I, I know. get Ted Lasso. You can get Ted Lasso on me. Oh, Roy Kent will be on this Roy show. Kent will come over and just growl at me. We've got a whole lot more coming up, including several movies to talk about. Uh, we want to whine a little bit about a movie called Heart of a Champion. <laughs> but I'm also curious about Marlowe. We've already talked oh, about yeah. Sharper. With and, Liam Neeson as Marlowe. You know, I like Liam Neeson. I do, too. I think he is super. He is super duper. <laughs> He's super duper. It's the world famous KSL Movie Show on KSL News Radio. Did they say world famous? I hope not. I think I think we're famous from what? Eureka to maybe world infamous. Infamous is probably a good term for that. All right. I think it's time. Ladies and gentlemen, I, th- I think, Steve, for some reason, hashtag Randall, the producer, wants to actually participate in this. Are you, are you going to join us here? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like this is a, a good thing? He's going just encouraging him. Because this, this might be kind of a a, a notable milestone. Are in you the serious? Show here. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh, serious. my goodness. Oh, okay. my gosh. I'm gonna Steve, you don't know how excited <laughs> I am. Here, let's, let's get right next to Steve. We can do a duet. Right. <laughs> Dolby... Dolby Stereo. He'll be he'll I be doing a sharp object. In my he'll be hand. doing the ASL on this, right? You know, so you're gonna Lucas sign. Sound. You're gonna sign it. Okay. <clears throat> uh oh. This this is the old, yeah, the old that will pave the way for the new. So and now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to retire for the <laughs> for the movie show. Top ten What do you think, Steve? Um, I'm mortified, Hello. first of all. I'm Mr. Red. He, did, did I, I get, get a shot at him? I, I didn't know I was my. I missed my cue. You missed, missed your my cue. cue Can we go back to one and I'll try? I think. I think there might be popular demand against that. Yeah. <laughs> I would I've think been waiting mutiny my whole is life. You know, okay. Well, let's let's been, let's hear you. Let's hear your top ten. Okay. Uh, and and now, ladies and gentlemen. It's, and now. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes. And Steve, it is time <laughs> for the movie show. Top. Ten. I think it's time to put that horse down. I'm not <laughs> You can put me down. I can, I, I can die now. You, <laughs> wow. Horse.org, go ahead. You've, you, you've hit that pinnacle. Wow. You know, everything's downhill from now. Thank you, know? you sir. <laughs> Thank you, sir. May I have another? Okay. Now... There is an alternative version now. Oh, dear. Okay, Gustavo, do we have the new one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, here we go. One, nine. The 
KSL Movie Show Top 10. Was that a goat? I think I, I like that one. That was a goat. Yeah. Okay. Well, it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for the Movie Show Top 10 here at KSL News Radio. Believe it or not, this segment for Heaven Only Knows Why is sponsored by, it shows you what a good friend Scott Call is. He's a oh, At Call Climate Services. Do I love these people? Yeah. You know, even Steve's furnace works now, finally. After he made the right people show up. After he made the proper phone call to Scott Call at Call Climate Services. Okay, so the number ten movie is Plain. Yeah, I'm surprised this movie isn't doing better. I like this movie. Jarred. Yeah, I, did a good I, job. I don't think they've been publicizing. It I know much, they though. really haven't. You know, and it, it's it's a good it's movie. It's done thirty one and sixteen, so it's a forty seven. Yeah, I mean it's okay. And then Megan again. I usually hate these kind of things where some weird talking, you know, doll or you know Chucky or somebody, you know, ends up you know hacking, whacking, and slashing. And but this one I thought had some some heart. I, I actually enjoyed this. Yeah, I did too. And Me- it's doing quite well. Megan, we'll have another Megan before too long. Missing is also another really good movie. Uh, it's made about oh what twenty seven, twenty eight million dollars. Is that doing anything internationally? Uh, fourteen thousand. Fourteen, <laughs> fourteen thousand five dollars and twenty eight cents. Pretty much. Okay, a man called Otto. You know, this just keeps hanging in, you know, right in the center of the, the top 10, seven weeks now. It's made about $58, 59000000 million. Uh, 35 foreign. It's about to go over $100 million bucks. Yeah. You know, the more I've thought about this movie, the more I like it. I really do. Now, I know some people are a little tainted by the uh, the Swedish experience. Well, when you see the original, was, yeah. it's always kind of suspect. But everybody who's come up to me and they've said, you know, I really liked A Man Called Otto. Uh, knock at the Cabin, you know. <laughs> That there, there was kind of a good story here. M. Night Shyamalan either really nails it with me or not. And some of his movies, this one was kind of in between, though. It had at moments that were really compelling. Oh, the intensity of this film was extraordinary. Yeah. It, it's the ending that screwed it up. Yeah. Uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Both Steve and I really, really like this movie. And, boy, it is doing well at the oh, box office. Man. $160 million. 241 foreign. It just went over $400 million. That is amazing. That's great. Yeah. 80 for Brady. Uh, you know, I, D and I both, you know, d- did not like this movie. And when you look at the star power in this movie and the accolades these women have received and, oh my goodness, but there was just something about this movie that hit me wrong. But I'll tell you, D has had some of her friends who really looked forward to this. Hey, oh, it was cute. I really liked well, it. Well, I think we set the bar so low. That yeah, we did. thing was better than that. We <laughs> did. Titanic. I know. This is interesting. The 25th anniversary. 25th anniversary, cranked out about another $7 million. It's at 10 domestic, 21 foreign. It's made $30 million in a week. Isn't that amazing? You could take an old movie off the shelf and then just make yourself another 10 mil or so. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. Avatar, The Way of Water. This movie is just in a league of its own. Almost $650 million domestically. What is it internationally now? 1.567 foreign. We're at (laughs) $2.2 billion. Wow. Incredible. And then both Steve and I did not like Magic Mike's Last Dance. Well, it's like putting lipstick on a pig. (laughs) Ooh, but I'm bummed. They definitely tried to class it up. 
And I love Salma Hayek. So yeah, it was it wasn't. And and again, I pride myself. I never saw the first one or the second one all the way through. Uh, but uh, you know, even for the moments that I endured, this one appeared at least to me not to be anywhere near as raunchy. Yeah, no, it uh, it's definitely a lot tamer than the first one. I watched that with my daughter. I had no idea what that <laughs> yeah. movie was. Hello, Dad. She sat next to me. She says, "What are we watching?" I'm like, "I don't know." Was it Father's Day? <laughs> no, <laughs> hope not. Okay, all right. She says the most awkward moment of her life. Oh, you know, it, it is weird when you know Katie has mentioned that. I'm trying to remember what the movie was, and it, it wasn't certainly uh, you know quite that like that. But you know, there were there were a few moments in this movie. She goes, "Dad, that was really awkward to watch that with you." Yeah, well, this, yeah, you ain't seen nothing yet until you see Magic Mike with a kid. That's <laughs> okay. That's a horror film right there. All right, you know. So, so are you not going to do the top ten anymore, or is it just not in your contract? What's going on there? Well, we'll see. Oh, you're going to be coy about it, okay? We'll see. You know, because I mean, everything, everything has a sunset, Steve. Oh, is this your swan song? Might be. Huh. Might be. We'll see what the popular demand is. Can't believe is. I'd actually be going. What? No more. <laughs> w- would you actually miss the top ten if we didn't? Yeah. No. <laughs> One vote from Randall, the producer. The producer. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's take a break, and we'll come back with more. <laughs> Sorry. Hashtag. Uh, hashtag. Hashtag. Randall, the producer. That's a lot. Now Jeff the Whipple's going to have to be He'll hashtag be- Jeff the Whipple. You know, yeah, that's I know it'll, it'll be it's it's trending already. The movie show it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done on KSL News Radio. Movie show here at KSL News Radio. All right, Stephen, let's take just a quick look at what is coming up on the movie show. Ah. We've taken care of the movie show Top Ten, I thought, rather spectacularly (laughs) today. And then, of course, Telephone Torture. And we are back to the traditional movie show gift, which is two tickets to any of the Megaplex theaters that you may choose to go to, see any of the movies you want to see. And then, of course, there'll be a tub of popcorn, and there will be two drinks. We'll be doing the Telephone Torture segment coming right up. But we've also got some films to talk about, including... Marlowe. I'm interested on that. Mm-hmm. I've always loved that character, and I like Liam Neeson, so I can't imagine I won't be a happy camper. Heart of a Champion we'll talk about, and then the movie Close. Oh, Close. What, okay. a, what a film. All of that is coming up. The Movie Show. Spock, you haven't changed a bit. You're just as warm and sociable as ever. No, have you, Doctor? As your continued predilection for irrelevancy demonstrates. On KSL News Radio. Ooh, predilection for irrelevancy. That's a Spock line all day, and it? it could be one of our promos. Ooh, here on the movie show. What do you think? The show about nothing. <laughs> no, that's already been done. Yeah, Some guy named Jerry. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, what he was thinking. He stole our bit. All right, the movie show here at KSL News Radio, and we need to review a movie. Should we? Uh, you want to you go horse on the, don't you? Should, should we go, you know, yeah. this is not another rendition of the movie show Top Ten. This is a horse movie. I'd actually prefer it, to be honest. Called a heart. You'd rather prefer the Mr. Ed than this? It, it this takes was, less time. This was kind of painful. Okay, heart of a champion. Here we go. What do you want? I want a horse. <laughs> What's your budget? A little over $300. It's pretty tight. Wait, stop. 
what do we do now? We need to find the owner. We can't just take him. We can't just leave him on the side of the road. We could use your barn. Don't worry, boy. We're not going to hurt you. I just don't want her to get attached and then get her heart broken. Okay, first of all, every single thing in this movie, every plot line, every storyline, everything we have seen before in one rendition or another. And we've seen it done beautifully. You know, we've seen it done with professionalism and heart and and class and dignity and everything else. <laughs> but, oh, my goodness, this poor little movie. And, you know, Casper Van Diem is in this. And he gets top billing, but he's not the top character. The little, no. the little gal and her mom and everything else, I suppose. But here's here's the bottom line: broken family. We've never seen this before. Yeah, we're down in Texas, and this this little hometown gal married. You know, kind of kind of the class screw up. You know, you, he's just one of those guys. He's not a bad guy. He's just not doing stuff. He, and have you ever heard this in a storyline before? The dad that, I'll be there. Count on me. And then, of course. As soon as they say count on me, yeah, you, you know he's never you know, going to show. You know, and, he, and he's all kind of sweaty. And, <laughs> and by the way, that was Edward Furlong. Yeah. This the is kid the from, from Terminator. Terminator. And so, and then Casper Van Diem, we remember him from uh, Starship Troopers yeah. and whatever. And, uh, and innumerable TV movies and so on. There wasn't a lot of acting going on. No, there wasn't movie. a lot of heavy-duty acting going on. So anyway, obviously the the family's in a bit of turmoil. They've moved into this. Mom's moved in with the kids to this little house. Dad's still trying to do his part a little bit. He shows up occasionally on weekends, takes the kids, and, and they obviously love their dad because they're excited to go with him and yeah. everything else. He screws up a lot, but he's not a terrible, terrible father. But they're in a brand new school, and we've got the mean girls. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and then we've got bullies. this this younger, you know, guy who is in. I can't remember the young girl's name. What was her What was her name? Her real name, or no, her her character. Oh, name. Charlotte. Charlotte. So anyway. She she's a brainiac. I mean, you can tell, you know, the teacher thinks she's daydreaming and she is, but then kind of puts her on the spot to embarrass her. Yeah, you know, she's like, so smart. She's okay, bored. You come up here and work this. And she just goes dang, 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 and does the equation. And then he's ticked off, sends her down to the principal's office. Have we ever seen this before? And the principal is all upset because she's not engaged, but her grades, she's straight A student yeah. and everything else. And you go, you know, she's not, you know, she's not creating a habit. She, no, she's just she's, sitting there. She's just bored out of her mind. And so anyway, and then her little brother also goes to the school. And her little brother, we don't really see a lot about him. But, yeah, you know, he's, he's, just, he's a throwaway. He's just whatever. you got to have a, a little brother in the movie somewhere. It's in the formula. So anyway, she blurts out that she wants a horse. Now, now this is at a family picnic. At a family picnic where the family always used to go with kind of a gaggle of friends yeah. from, from the old days in high school. And, of course, Dad's drunk. And and Dad's, you know, kind of wasted over there. And then we find out that the Casper Van Diem character, who is a, a real rancher and really has the barns and the whole thing, and he's doing okay, you know. That's quite a, yeah, quite it's, a place that oh, he's got Oh, can you imagine that, that barn alone, uh, which is kind of open-sided? Well, the, the arena. Yeah. He's got an arena there. So, anyway, we find out that he's always had a thing for this, you know. But the mom. The, the mom. But, you know, he's he hasn't wanted to move in because 
the dad was his best friend. And so anyway, he's there when the little girl indicates, and, you know, she's supposed to be, I think, like 16 or 17. She looks like she's 13 or 14, while her love interest in the the class looks like he's 19 or 20. Yeah, he looks like he just graduated from college. The mean girls look like they're 23, (laughs) and... Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, she blurts out, I want. Well, he said, well, you know, and then the mom, of course. Well, well Dad, Dad promised. Oh, Dad, you know. He, he said, she says, what do you want, sweetheart? Yeah. I want a I, horse. I promise anything. And then the dad kind of goes, yibbity, goes, okay. So then the friend kind of steps in. Yeah, thinking this will never happen. This is so dumb. They get in a truck and they start driving around looking for with, a horse. With 300 bucks in, in coins. A, oh. In a piggy bank bottle type thing. And if you thought that was ridiculous, when they find the horse, he's stuck in a fence, kind of. Right, kind of, yeah. And they put a branch over him to make it look like he's all jacked up. Yeah, and, and basically he's he stepped in some uh, barbed wire. Yeah. And so, yeah, and, and it was so bad. They pull into every ranch. <laughs> You know, and they have a list, and when they kind of show what she wants and the budget she's got, we never hear the dialogue because no, it would thank have been goodness. too terrible. But the the rancher just kind of gets a smirk and just shakes his head. Yeah, sure, I'll sell you my over. glue stick for three hundred. Three hundred bucks. No- okay, so. Steve's absolutely right. On the way home, they've given up. Oh, my God. Well, there's this beautiful paint pony on the side with a brand, Steve. Oh, yeah. It has, even I know. And it's pretty darn obvious. It's the Circle H brand, although they never mention that. I mean, it's a big H with a circle around it. Yeah. And they go, well, I don't know who this belongs to. Well, must be close. Well, is it? So then. Oh, they put out flyers. And and who knows how, how far they are from his ranch because he's offered if we do find a horse you can keep him on my ranch yeah but they walk the horse they walk the horse and and can't be that far and i love this the girl is sitting in the back of the truck on the the tailgate tailgate. they're going down the road at what you know five miles an hour if that if that and because a human being can walk quickly at about four miles an hour so i mean good grief everything and then she she decides she's overtaking care of the horse and she's a terrible rider. I mean, she really is. You can t- and I thought, well, they're just sh- they're just acting that. You know, they want her to be really bad so she can get really good. Yeah, the arc. And then all of a sudden, and oh, things are going back and forth, and the mean girls decide to take her down. You know, oh. and because not only is she interested in one of the mean girls' boyfriends, but. She's talking about being a barrel racer, and she's going to beat, oh, what's her name, whose family is the bigwigs in town. Oh, my goodness. The problem is this girl's writing does not improve, Steve. No. I mean, I had a really good friend who was a barrel racer uh, up in, in Heber. She was amazing, and she was a coach of, of a team. And, oh, it, it almost felt like they took a Tennessee walking horse yeah. and used that. For a barrel race. Yeah, and Casper's going, well, I can tell this horse has been around barrels before. Well, well yeah, apparently we... you haven't, Casper. Oh, and then it goes, the okay. big thing, so the, the mean girls set her up, so she's accused of cheating. And, oh, You're the... really going to go through this whole movie, And the you? mother just goes crazy, yeah. And, I, you know, I... Well, fortunately... Well, I don't want people to have to pay money to see this. Well, here's the good news. It's on streaming. <laughs> you, can't, you, you can't see it in a theater. Yeah. I always love this, and I always get on them for it. They they send these things out saying, opening in select theaters. So I, I texted the guy, and I said, 
are, are we selected? He says, no. Oh, okay. But it is streaming coming up Tuesday, so there you, there you go. Oh, this if movie. You, you, I mean, maybe as a comedy. I mean, everything about this movie, when she wins, the, these barrel racers are flying. You ought to see, and there's really good footage. Oh. If you've ever seen that in a rodeo, the rodeo, it is amazing. I mean, those women are just going like crazy and you always i'm always afraid that all four hooves you know how many of them are on the ground at any given time just whoo, fly out it's a it's incredible and to this watch. girl trots over yeah goes around the barrel trots over goes around and then they yeah. in slow motion they uh, have her they kiss. had to oh yeah. because she was already in slow motion but you know here's the thing that absolutely drove me nuts these are Not the little, little oh everything the little stupid things so Casper's character was, you know, considered a, a real cowboy, a real cowboy, and he had a lucky hat, yeah. and he finally got injured, and he, the doc said you can't ride. Oh, anymore. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so just before this young lady is going to, you know, mount the the horse in the state championship, the state championship, taking on the mean girl, yeah. <laughs> he takes his his hat. I mean, this is a full size man's cowboy hat. <laughs> And puts it on her head. Now, it should have gone down around her ears. Yeah, over her eyes at least. But it fit perfectly. And I'm going, either he has the smallest head in the history of the world. Because, again, this girl looks like she's 13 or 14. So, anyway. But other than that, I love this movie, Steve. Uh, Yeah, I sat there like, heart of a champion. Where? Why? Oh. I wrote so many things down. Like, like, slow as molasses. No way she won. Let's keep him. How can you keep him? It's not your horse. Oh, and then when when the real owners, this guy is sitting there watching. He goes, "Boss, I think we found that pony that we've been missing." <laughs> you go, "Are you kidding me?" Oh. oh, and then it's Snidely Whiplash. They come and they take the pony this away. This is my horse. Yeah, and oh, then they have to blackmail the guy. Oh, I think maybe unintended comedy of the year. You know, and and what's sad is there's kind of a sweet little movie in here somewhere, but oh my goodness, it is it's Lebad Cinema, Stephen. So Heart of a Champion. Check it out. Heart of a, <laughs> check it out. Okay. Well, on that note, Steve. I think Texas is embarrassed that oh. this movie was shot there. And then they they do close up on the thing, you know, you know, here's the Texas li- license plate and it says cow Boy, yeah, you go. Who got that plane? Uh, okay, I don't know. Probably Loney. Okay, so what's your grade, Stephen? Oh, I don't know. Did I give it a grade? I, I think maybe. Let's see. <laughs> Just big question mark. I, there. I gave it a C. Oh yeah, that was that was really being kind. A lay bad cinema. Because I appreciate horses, but <laughs> you wow. like you like the horse. The movie show. Who's president of the United States in 1985? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. The actor? <laughs> On KSL News Radio. You know, speaking of movies about or that mention presidents of the United States, since it is President's Day on Monday, mm. the greatest presidential movie ever made, of course, Steve, you know what it is Air Force One. Lincoln. I knew you were going to say Lincoln. <laughs> Lincoln. What's your favorite movie about a real American president? A real one? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I, Lincoln's pretty good. I have to admit. Yeah, that's a good choice. Uh, Sunset at uh, Sunrise at Campobello, where uh, Ralph Bellamy plays FDR. Oh, is a good one. Gary Sinise played uh, Truman, Truman in a movie. That was a good one. Michael Douglas, the American president. <laughs> <laughs> the president we all wish that we had sometimes. Yeah. But you know, another one, and and it was an HBO. 
series movie, but John Adams. That's one of the best series I've ever seen. Mm. It was fabulous. With um, Paul Giamatti? Paul Giamatti as uh, as John Adams. Amazing. Yeah. So just thought, you know, we'd give a little homage to President's Day, which is coming up. We probably ought to talk about great basketball movies. Ooh. Okay, you ready for this? Hoosiers. Oh, yeah. Hoosiers. Hoosiers. But here's one. That I really like, and I like it for every reason: the acting, the performances, the the kind of the tenure of the movie, and the music of the movie. Oh, the Copeland. He got game. Yeah, I love he got game. That's a great movie. Yeah, that is a good movie. All right, Stephen, coming up on the movie show, we uh, will have a little telephone torture. That is coming your way. And then also, we'll still talk about uh, Marlo. I'm really interested in Marlo, your yeah. take on Marlo and Close. Yep. So all of that and more, all here on the Infamous Movie Show at KSL News Radio. What is your all-time favorite basketball movie? Oh, the Hoosiers, definitely. Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, no. The second one. Ooh. Oh, that was so <laughs> bad. <laughs> I you know I I'd have to think about it but um I like white men can't jump. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, Hoosiers definitely would be like the classic for me. Yeah. Hoosiers is an amazing movie. Yeah. It really is. What about Teen Wolf? Now that had a great <laughs> basketball scene in it, huh? Yeah, he, nobody could compete with that guy. Nobody couldn't compete. You know, once he he went as they as they would say wolf out. He wolfed you know, out. Yeah, yeah, on on Wednesday they always call it uh, when the the werewolves are waiting for their kind of oh, right. debut. They come, they're coming out for They wolf out. Yeah. That's cute that you watch that much Wednesday. I really liked Wednesday. I love that show. I love the writing of it, the presentation of it, the characters. Uncle Fester and Thing. I love the fact that Thing isn't some little manicured hand. Oh, no, it's Jack. You know, he's all <laughs> it's like he's hit by a car. He's got things sewn on. <laughs> Pretty yeah, cool. That was really Okay, fun. meanwhile, back at the ranch. That's so cute. The Movie Show. You probably think this world is a dream come true, but you're wrong. On KSL News Radio. All right, Stephen. Sir. How about if we review another movie, then we'll do a little telephone torture? Okay. Okay, so uh, let's see. Uh, Marlo, I'm so curious about okay. Marlo. I know you want to talk about Close, and we will, but Marlo, I, I love the character, I love the stories, and I love Liam Neeson. Let's get a little sound from Marlo. People pay me to look into the activities of its finest citizens. I'm a private detective. The name is Philip Marlowe. How private are your investigations, Mr. Marlowe? What can I do for you? I'd like you to find my lover. He disappeared without saying goodbye. Did he have things to hide? Ooh, okay. Uh, this is based on a story that I think Raymond Chandler had, but it's not one of his novels. Uh, it was called Black-Eyed Blonde, and I think somebody eventually finished it for him. Right, right. A, a post-mortem sort of thing. Uh, so this is a story set in, in 1938 in Los Angeles. Um, it, it is Philip Marlowe. And so I thought, okay, are they going to, you know, is it going to be like Chinatown kind of thing? And it does have that sort of feel to it. Um but it, it's a, as mentioned, this young woman is trying to find her lover, and they think that he got run over in front of a club, you know, like a, uh, it's a big compound, like a right. resort thing. And it just happened to happen right out in front of the club, and somebody saw it, and yeah, that was Nico, yeah, oh, it's too bad. Wow. He got run over by a car and squished his head, so they really couldn't, it's 1939, so they're yeah. not going to do DNA or anything. 
So they just assume it's it's him, but maybe it wasn't him. And why is he hiding? And what uh, Jessica Lange is in this movie? She plays. Uh, oh, uh, Diane Kruger is is the the femme fatale, and it's all played very straight up. And my favorite actor, Danny Houston, is in this. <laughs> You really are not a fan I of Danny Houston. I do not Houston. care for him. I don't know why he bugs me, but yeah, he always plays a slimy, you know, he's the manager of this club. And uh, I mean, uh, Cummings is in it. Uh, all, all these amazing people. And yet they play it straight up, and it's just, it's kind of flat. Oh, wow. Don't it, tell me that. It, yeah, it just sort of lays there, and I thought, Huh. I was hoping for a little bit more snark or a little bit something alive. Yeah. But it's just, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I'm a detective. Oh, that's too bad. I'm going to walk around here and check this out and I'm going to fight that guy and beat up that dude. And, but I'm not going to say anything cool. It's like, yeah. what's well, happening here? Well, that's the whole thing, the snark and the coolness yeah. and, the, and even the wardrobe. You know, I, I just looked this up. You know, the people that have played, uh, you know, Marlowe oh, and uh, Dick, Dick Powell. Yeah. And then you look at Humphrey Bogart, of course, is the yeah, one that I sleep. I always think about. And uh, Robert Montgomery uh, played. And Mitchum played. And, him. Uh, that's right. James Garner actually played Marlowe at one time. And uh, well, that turned out to be the kind of the inspiration yeah. for the Rockford Files. Elliot Gould, yeah, no played. And uh, Robert Mitchum, as you mentioned, Farewell, My Love, Lovely. And let's see, what is the other one? And then Liam Neeson is. Uh, and you think it's Liam Neeson? He would be a perfect yeah Philip Marlowe. It's just but not. It's just so. What's the grade? Um, hold on, hold on. Look up that grade. Okay. What did I give Marlowe? I gave it a C plus. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. C plus and is it rated? Uh, it is rated R. R. Uh, and it is playing at a Megaplex theater. Okay. Uh, near you. So. Okay. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> I was just kind of like, huh? Huh? That was pretty dull. Oh, that's not. I was kind of bored. Oh, that's too bad. You've you've dashed my hopes. I'm sorry. Well, maybe you'll like it better. Yeah. I I thought it would be more, and it was less. All right. We need to do a little telephone torture here, ladies and gentlemen. Old old way or new way? This is going to be the old way. When are you going to spring that one on us? Oh, I don't know. Could happen. Anytime. So it is time for a little telephone torture with fabulous prizes worth up to say it you say know I'm it. not allowed dollars Stephen dollars so I'm looking for caller number <laughs> four four caller number four you feel good don't about ask, that don't ask me like you don't know no 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 I I, I just sent the message yeah alright caller number four at KSL talk Remember, if you won in the last 90 days and you try again today, so we'll come out and we'll talk to you on the front doorstep. Okay. We'll Steve will. <laughs> we'll send Gustavo. Oh, Ooh, yeah. you don't With want that. With his fanny pack, that should scare you, him. <laughs> the overly tight Spider-Man T-shirt, you do not want that in your neighborhood. Unfortunately, it looks good on him. That's the part that ticks me off. If I, if I wore that, I'd look like poor. I, I would look like the Michelin tire man. I uh, know. The okay. old one, not the new the one. Old, the old Michelin. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to the phone line and find out who our first potential winner is. And hi, who's this? John. John. Okay. You were rather yeah, just. Yeah, I get it. 
<laughs> you, what, what do you get? I get that I'm a loser. So yeah. It's okay, yeah. though. Yeah, it is okay to be a loser on the movie show because it comes with a great deal of prestige. And by pushing this button, we'll just understand. By the way, that. you know Carl's in town. Is Carl in town? He is. Oh, we got to play Carl in the course of this. So, oh, are you crazy? Here we. I'll blame it on you. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him your home address. I'm sure you would. I know where you live. Okay, he's a loser. Here we go. Cause losing suck. Ooh, Carl, that was not me. I swear. No, Steve's responsible for that. All right, now let's go back to the phone line. This will be caller number two, kind of the halfway mark in this prestigious segment. And hi, who's this? David. David. David, how are you? Well, I don't think I'm very good. No, no, you're not, because you Getting worse by the minute. are a loser. That's so true, Gustavo. We need to confirm that. Le who? The who? The her. So her. I thought okay. I was going to Carl him again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all Carl, all the time. All right, now let's go back. This will be the last loser of the day, Steve. Aww. Does it bring a tear to your one good eye? Nope. Nope. <laughs> okay, let's go, let's go back and see who this is. Hi, you're caller number three. Who's this? Michelle Darnett. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Michelle Darnett. How does it make you feel to be number three? I'm like a big freaking loser. A big. Ooh. I think, you know, Michelle, but we appreciate what a good sport you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that before. Gustavo, let her have it. On my planet, I am kind of a loser, like you. <laughs> Where did that come from? That's Venom. Oh, that's Venom. See, I never saw Venom. Oh, you didn't? No, I, I missed that gem of uh, cinematic brilliance. All right, now let's go back to the phone line because this is going to be a big... Hi, who's this? Hello? Hello. How you doing? I'm doing okay, I think. You know, you are, you're doing more than okay because you are a big... Wiener! <laughs> of course you are. Hey, can you imagine all the people here for the All-Star Game going, now this is great radio. Why don't we have this in New York? Why don't we have this in L.A.? Because people would probably get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are a big wiener. And who you is this? Yeah, we, we need to find out who this is. Yeah. Who is this? This is, your, this is your old friend, Honest Tom. Honest Tom. Oh, it has been a while. It has been a while. So, you know, because you, you're honest. You're, you're <laughs> he is so honest. It's so true. It's, it's true. Been Ninety-seven days. Ninety-seven. He counts them. See, that's you kind made of, that up. That's a. Did you really win ninety-seven days ago? I really did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you really did. Well, he is honest, Tom. He is honest, Tom. Absolutely. Well, you have won fabulous prizes, worth up to dollars. Dollars, of course. And right now, you're going to be. We are going to bestow upon you, on behalf of our friends. At the Megaplex Theaters, you're going to get two tickets to see the movie of your choice. What are you going to go see? Oh, maybe the new Ant-Man movie. Ant-Man? Okay. You're going to go see Ant-Man, and you're going to have the opportunity to have two drinks from the Coca-Cola machine. So what are you drinking nowadays, Tom? I like cream soda. Ooh, he goes hardcore. Yeah. This Tom you guy. You want an umbrella for that? He's tough. He's tough. And, and then, of course, you get a tub of popcorn that you can share with your movie partner. Now, there's one little thing that we need to do here on the movie show to make all the losers 
out there feel a little better about themselves. And what is that? It's the song that mentions Tom, Dick, and Harry three times by Frank Sinatra. How does he know that? Probably has the album nobody can get. (laughs) Probably got the whole song memorized, I'm sure. Uh, have we heard the whole song ever? I have. Oh, you have, but I've, only once or twice. But yeah, it's 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 on an album, and you know, and I I'm trying to remember the cover of the album, but it it has. I mean, it's one of the highlighted songs. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, the loser song by, or whatever it's called. All right, our big thanks to our friends. At the big theaters, and that's the Megaplex theaters. By the way, if you're visiting from out of town and you got oh, yeah. you know a couple hours where you're just going, hey, I'd, I'd like to just kind of sit down, relax for a minute, watch a movie, it's right there at the Gateway. The best equipment on the planet. Right. If you have, if you have a good arm, you could almost throw a basketball to the Vivint. Arena. Well, maybe if you hit it on the asphalt. If you hit it on the asphalt and hope for the, well, it has to roll uphill Go a little up bit the there. Thing there yeah. yeah, well, maybe not. Probably shouldn't. Maybe a baseball? Golf ball. Golf ball? <laughs> not me. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're talking to Utah's Mr. Sports here. The Movie Show. <laughs> it's a fake It's real. On KSL News Radio. <laughs> We have been regaled with balloon art here yeah, today. Yeah, that is awesome. This is really cool. I've got uh, I've got the Starship Enterprise here. Yeah. Pretty cool. And I got your motorcycle. Uh, yeah, you got the Harley. All right. Hey, Stephen, we've got some movies to oh, talk yeah. about. Let's do Close. Okay. So here we go. Uh, it's Pourquoi There you go. Yeah. Okay. This is set in Belgium. Belgium. Two young boys. They're okay. best friends. They go to school together. They do everything together. They, they, their families have farms together. You know, they have sleepovers. Right. And it's just two adorable young men. One of them, though, I think is he might be gay. Yeah. And the other one is kind of freaking out that he, he might be, you know, he's like, I, well, I don't want people to think I'm gay. And okay. this is a oh, heartbreaking movie. Yeah. Because the, he's sort of, they're best friends, you know, nothing weird is going on. Yeah. But he just starts to alienate himself from the other kid. And the other kid doesn't respond well. Wow. And it's just. And uh, this is Belgium's entry into yeah, the into Academy, the Academy Awards. Awards. And the, okay. it's not going to win. All Quiet on the Western Front yeah. is going to win. But Close is such a great movie. It's playing at the Broadway. And I mean, I saw it months ago and it still just, just haunts me. Wow. The kid who plays Leo, the, the the one who's really troubled with the whole thing, uh, is a great young actor. He's incredible. So okay. close is a, an A all day long. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Great movie. And then also, let's see, uh, did, did you hear Kevin Costner received his Golden Globe Award in an unboxing video? You know, he had, it was, you know, yeah, and there was, he, a, he couldn't make it. there were a lot of jokes because of weather and so on, but he actually kind of made a big deal. He did a Twitter thing where he actually opened the box that it came in and yeah. really said some nice things. I thought that was kind of, kind well, that's of classy. Cool. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Earlier we mentioned Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso. was going to be on March 15th. Now these right. are 12 new episodes. They'll be out every Wednesday. So cool. Wednesday, that's unusual. They haven't done that before. And when they wrapped up this final third season, the cast had sort of a mourning period, so I'm not sure there's going to be anything beyond this. Of course, Apple TV would love it if they did, 
but I, I'm not sure that um, uh, Jason Sudeikis is going to want to continue. Yeah. So that could be the end. The Last okay. of Us continues to be Sunday night's must for me. Poker uh, Face is so much fun. Poker Face has been renewed for a second season. Good. I hope so. Uh, and Dear Edward on Apple TV Plus series is Sweet. so good. That is such a good Good. Dee and been, I have really have been enjoyed that. It? Oh, oh, yeah. Good, good. Yeah, we're caught up. I don't know if they've done another drop. When when does it come out? Uh, they drop on Sunday? Fridays? Fridays? Anyway, we're, Fridays. we were up to, to speed, and so there's probably one dropping tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we are at the end of the movie show. It's been so much fun today. Thank you for joining us for the uh, program today and of tonight when you go home. Please make sure that you hug the people you love. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.